Hey everybody, uh, it's back to another special uh, edition of the Bonzilla Podcast. I am Nick. I'm Will. And uh, it's it's finally time to, <laughs> to discuss the, the future. We've been talking about this for a while. Um, you know, our announcement came, what, like our initial announcement of this era of the Bonzilla Podcast ending came in like, what august or so uh yeah a couple months in the in the making right now you know i know there's been a lot of questions about what what is coming up and what what well it's hard because it's like you know there's like what this shows how good we are at our job because it's like there is on air time and then there's off air time and then we often mistake which one is which like we often don't recall which one we do but yeah but uh, Nick, I for one am happy that the as you know I, you're probably bearing the lead on it, but the Bonzel podcast will finally premiere on HBO Max, right? That's the that's the announcement. <laughs> Wait, no, uh, I mean not. I mean, okay, maybe not HBO Max. Don't say Peacock. Are we on Peacock? Peacock is free. Oh man, no, we're already free. <laughs> Do we at no, least dude. get a Spotify deal? We're on Tubi. <laughs> we're on Tubi, and you can buy, you can uh, sign up for our extra episodes on Apple TV. Yes, we're spread out everywhere. Apple TV Plus, will right, right. Sorry, Hulu with live sports. Mm-hmm. That's what we are. You have to pay for Hulu, right? Yeah, you do. Yes. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, my I'm upset with Hulu. Yes, because will, they... Will's Will's. Will's got beef with Hulu. They so. keep the logo at the bottom of the screen throughout the entire uh, movie, like whatever you're watching. I, I, I went to go watch Run the other day. Good movie, by the way. But I almost didn't watch it because I pressed play and the logo is on top. It's like it's funny. Like if this was like video, everybody would just see Nick like check out of my rants, which is par for the course. I understand. Yeah. Like you can't be friends with me this long and not hang on to the word of every rant. But I mean, I just I've heard this before, so this is kind of like. You but know, nobody else seems upset about this. I said this at work the other day, and everybody was like, "Yeah, well, what's the problem?" And I was like, "Excuse me." It'd be funny to find out like you were the only Hulu account that like had that issue. Like it, I know that's not the case, but it was just like yes. for some reason like <laughs> like you you were the test subject. <laughs> like they put the logo and it's just like how long it took you. Or to or what it is, it's like it's one of the I'm like the yeah, you're right. I'm like the lab rat to see like if we just put it on a random account, like how much like what would happen to that person? Would we drive them crazy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so mean, especially now since like everybody's at home and like and, like uh like uh, tech networks are just like doing these random little things as like technological social experiments. That's yeah. a good movie. Run? No, no, the uh, the uh, one I just kind of said. The one you pitched. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we're 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 canceling the podcast and we're going to start working on this uh this movie. So we're restarting Quibi. <laughs> just the two of us. Quibi's going to be Skynet. Like we're, we're overlooking it. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna reemerge. It's learning. We threw it away and now it's in the it's in the um it's in the cloud learning. Yeah, but it, it, <laughs> and it now it's only la- Yeah, but it, it'll only take over about ten minutes and then it's done. That's all you need to launch the nukes. <laughs> that's, 
That is true. I mean, that's basically what Skynet does. It's like, honestly, like, like Quibi is now, think about it. Quibi is now a vengeful AI learning how to take 10 minutes out of its day to launch nukes. That's right. another good one. It just wants, it wants revenge. <laughs> um, anyway, so go ahead. Sorry. Well, I mean, you're the one who said we're debuting on a streaming service. Yeah, we're on HBO Max. That's a joke, by the way, everybody. Is. We're not on we're HBO. Not. I don't think there are any podcasts on HBO Max. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, I guess it depends on your definition of podcasts. Movies are kind of like podcasts. <laughs> well, they are They are getting Conan O'Brien next year. What do you mean? Oh, his show? Who? Yeah, HBO Max? Yeah. So I have to pay for Conan O'Brien now? I mean, I guess. Screw that. No way. Well, I maybe it's like a premium kind of like... I mean, I guess like John Oliver is on HBO. I don't know, yeah. man. This whole streaming thing, I'm not I'm not a fan of. I, I think I'm kind of like getting to that. Now, I mean, I shouldn't say I'm not a fan of streaming. I'm not a fan of the, the new order that it's bringing in. Mm-hmm. I have a big problem with this that I have to sign up for a service if I want to watch a movie. And then, like, cancel it. I mean, if you... And then I can only do that once. Well, I mean, that's why you... I don't know. What? Like like a movie you've never seen before? I guess that sucks. No, but, like, so, like, I wanted to watch Run the other day. Yeah. Like, and so I had to, uh, like, sign, sign up for, for it. And, like, because I guess it's premiered. I don't know. I don't, like, it, it's hard because... I, I I don't know. I don't know how these other things are they like can I watch that anywhere else? I don't think no, I it's can. It's a Hulu exclusive. Yeah, but I I don't want to I should be able I should be able to pay to just watch the movie. I don't want to pay for the service. Well, but but then you look and there's like, oh, like there's other stuff on Hulu that you want to watch. But I guess there's now this that the problem is that there's too much stuff on every service to like actually take advantage. No, of. that's what I mean. It's like now it's to the point where almost all these places have like their exclusives, and then now there are some things where like now like Disney Plus has Mulan, and then I can go I can go buy Mulan elsewhere. Yeah, like I can but do that. But this is very different. I know, but what's the like? Kinda. We're we're dangerously approaching the fact that like the releases can just be on the streaming services. Well, that's they want you to pay for the streaming service. I understand what they want me to do. <laughs> the scheme is not lost on me. <laughs> I'm saying I don't appreciate the scheme. I guess that's fair. <laughs> I like it, it's just weird because like so somebody made the, somebody made this point the other day where if like Spike Lee, let's say, made like three different movies, and then but like he has like. But he has like a the, the, like the because of like whoever the producers are, they're in three different streaming services. Now it's like I have to sign up for three different streaming services to go see these movies. Like I can't just buy the movie. Like there should like all I'm asking for ideally is if these streaming services had a if I wanted to just watch Run, let's say I just wanted to watch their exclusive, I'll pay the price to like rent it from them. I think I honestly think you're gonna find yourself very alone on that. Right. I think most people are happy to like pay the seven, ten, twenty bucks a month and occasionally watch something. Like that's the thing. Like me, like for example, it's like that's kind of where I am. Where it's like you know me. Okay, I, but how I, many? I, I I make the most out of my Disney Plus, but I'm not gonna pay for like 
you know, Apple TV Plus because I'm not going to watch anything on Apple TV Plus unless Bond comes to Apple. No, TV but like, Plus, but that's what I'm saying. But what if something like I? There's nothing. I mean, there are things on Hulu I will watch, but it's like I mean, maybe it's just me because you're right. I, I do know some people who will just shell out the money for it. Yeah, they 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 will like, and there are people who they like the streaming services and they they expense it where they will get Disney Plus. Netflix, Hulu, and like let's say HBO. Man, I'm not going. I just I can't. I, I'm just not going to spend the money for all those streaming services. Right. I, I'm just I, not. I guess like what, how many do I, you like? What, what what do you have? You you have Disney Plus. You have Netflix. And yeah, then quite frankly, that's mixing up like who and, we share. And, and and like and technically also like I have Amazon. Right, and then which th- is which has like other benefits. Right. So what you do, like I know somebody who they coordinate with their family who has what streaming service. Yeah. So it's kind of like if you have five different family members, you can all get a different streaming service and then you just share that, which again is kind of something everybody do, what everybody does. Yes. And everybody's just fine with that. <laughs> well, I think like, I think what's funny is that what I just realized when you were talking about this is like there is a le- like there is like kind of a ranking of like how excited I would be to have to pay for the service. Sure, like, yeah, yeah. Dis- Disney Plus is number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like if like I have to pay for HBO Max, it's like well I can get like like kind of Warner stuff and and that sort of thing. So it's like that's fine. And then like if I have to pay for like you know the the paid tiers of peacock i guess i'd be okay with that mm-hmm. and then i'd be upset if i had to pay for apple tv plus like i feel like that's like my level of and hulu i guess like hulu's kind of in the middle somewhere i mean i guess if i did buy hulu i would be able to finally watch bob's burgers or maybe i wouldn't yeah. i don't know i even know it's on hulu i, I just no I, I don't know i just kind of like ethically maybe maybe that's the wrong word but just for lack of a better term ethically have an issue where i like i i just feel like i should be able to be able to get the movie regardless like because when you think about it what other i know this is going on a tangent and maybe this is because like there was that rumor that like you know kong uh, godzilla versus kong was I? I know it's like a very light rumor, but like it was yeah. just like I mean, circling same, that they same, were thinking about it. It's the same rumor as Bond, and I think the the basically, if people want our thoughts on it, I think it's the same thing for both. Where it's like it's more so the streaming services reaching out to the producers and and the companies as opposed to the companies seeking out mm-hmm. those options. I, I think I, it's the one thing I will say about it is like unfortunately, I do think like somebody I wrote a, I, I read an article about how Kong. Uh, and Godzilla coming out on streaming makes a little bit more sense than Wonder Woman coming out on streaming, which is kind of like unfortunate. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just one is a little bit more wanted than the other by the general public. So, like, yeah. I do believe that if there were a movie that they were, that that may be in the circle of movies that they are looking to uh, release. Mm-hmm. But um, my my point being is that I I just think... What other before this? What other uh, precedent was there where other than like okay, the movie's out in theaters and you have to see it in theaters, and then like about a month or two later, then you could get it anywhere. But other than that, there wasn't any like okay, like it's basically behind a paywall, and it could be there indefinitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess maybe the precedent is like you know premium networks like you have to pay to see game of thrones yeah i mean um, that's basically 
and that model was very successful. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, but I think that HBO model is what people have been chasing. You know, because it's really like. But you I know. guess like even I could like I, I I would even I could even lean on the Game of Thrones thing because most of for a long time you could buy those shows like you know once they got on physical release or whatever. Right. I think that's really the key issue is you know a lot of that sort of exclusive like Netflix and Hulu stuff is not getting physical releases. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It it, it bugs me. I don't. Well, I, I mean, don't I like think it. it's. I mean, I think the only thing was you know whether movies were available for a limited time. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. it, it, that's the only thing. It's, it's it's been the fascinating thing is like that was the Disney model for ages was, you can only buy Bambi on Blu-ray for like you know six months or a year or whatever it was, and then it's like never there again. And now they have their whole library out there indefinitely. And. It's just it, it'll be interesting to see kind of what ends up happening. And I think, you know, we've talked about this before. We don't need to go on too much. But I think it's just, again, there will there be a point where the streaming bubble bursts or will it be something that is actually successful for an indefinite amount? No, of time? I mean, honestly, I think because what you're saying is I think you're unfortunately absolutely right. I, I think people I think a majority of people don't have this issue, I, I think, well, because I you know, because I always go back to the issue about like. I also maybe the core of me also doesn't trust like the streaming. I don't like trust that this is my only venue or cloud that I have access to these films. Yeah, and I think I think the other thing about it though is again it's just what your point kind of is is just like how much you're getting out of the streaming service, right? Cuz again for me like Disney Plus, you know, 7.99 a month or whatever it is, I milk the hell out of that. Like, cause I'm watching all the old stuff and I'm watching like, you know, I'm going through, you know, I've already gone through almost everything they've had in from the forties, fifties, sixties. I'm still kind of slowly, you know, finishing up the seventies and then onto the eighties and nineties. Like I'm, I'm milking them the amount of stuff. So me paying like seven ninety nine a month for that right. is like nothing. But if you're paying, you know, whatever for HBO max for one movie and then you never touch it again, like that's where your issue. I, I mean, come in. I, I I have less of an issue with the catalog, the back catalog, as than, opposed to new stuff. Yes. I think okay, that's fair. I, I I actually, and one of the things I do like about kind of like what you do with Disney Plus is like you kind of find all that other stuff because I under, because that should be really what the streaming service was you know is really good for. I think is like you can have this back catalog of things that have kind of gotten lost in the physical media like realm and re-release realm but like I, I i do have an issue where if it's like like i don't know and i could be wrong maybe like these new movies like run and everything maybe they will be available elsewhere like maybe i can and maybe the i guess i would have less of a problem if the streaming paywall is the new theater where mm -hmm. it's like okay it's oh. going to be there for like maybe like a month or two and then eventually you can like buy it like on Amazon or something like that, or you yeah. can buy it, it elsewhere. It'll be interesting because I think you know we saw that with Mulan, but that was a very different you know experience for Disney, right? And it'll be interesting to see kind of what else happens with you know that in the future. Because again, there's like you know it's like their Souls coming out within yeah, a month, and, and that's kind like, of what worries gonna... me though though too because Soul doesn't have a price point. Soul is just sign up for the service. So right. the signing well, up sure. for the service is going to be the new litmus test of. And then how do you find out if like these movies are successful? I mean, I, I think we're also kind of learning that maybe like while the streaming service 
it, it's kind of funny because this for the many roller coasters this year has been it kind of seemed like everybody was really hopping on to streaming and in a way they still are but I feel like there is kind of like this little bit of a shift where everybody's kind of getting a little bit more comfortable with that. Like, okay, like theaters are going to come back. Like, you know, it's not like this isn't a forever thing. And now we're just kind of like kind of caught in the in the whirlwind yeah, of the streaming service. That's so we always have to ride been the thing out. about that's always been the thing about streaming services. This has been the thing like because Netflix was the it for a long time mm-hmm. that, that this was always a focus of Netflix. But I think we're seeing it everywhere else now, too, is that you know, it's very hard to actually judge like what the success of something is and like how many people are signing up for this specific thing. Like you can kind of have, like obviously Disney has their internal data, but they have to still sift through it. It's not like a movie where it's like, you see the movie made $80 million. You can instantly see it. Mm -hmm. Like with, with streaming data, there's a lot more to sift through. It's like, okay, well how many signups did you have in December and how many of them were from gifts and how many of them were, you know, for this or that mm. or the other, like you're not really seeing like, you know, like now it's like they're trying to kind of push their their new content, and it's going to be interesting to see like how that pushes. And I'm I'm still waiting. I think the big shoe in all of this is still like Black Widow and the fact that Disney's keeping Black Widow off the table. Yeah, on Disney Plus is I think the most telling sign to me that they still have in, in on theaters. And if, if that Black Widow shoe ever drops, if Black Widow gets that premium release on Disney+, Plus, then I think the floodgates open. Yeah, and I also think that, like again, like some, one of the things I read is that the reason Warner Brothers is kind of like a little iffy is because they're the only studio that really was trying to fight the wave a little bit. Like, you know, Disney did a few things, you know, with their Pixar films and with Mulan, but for the most part, they they... Were, you're right like with the marvel films they they were pretty held those close they were they never messed with those like i think once black widow got delayed it was just kind of like all right it, it's just delayed they, they they haven't messed with dates and like paramount and i think universal have been kind of like you know they they haven't messed with either warner brothers has been the you know the people where they're like okay we can try to make this work so maybe they're kind of caught in a rock in a hard place yeah so um, anyway, so that was just my my little. I don't like. I don't know how we got on that one, but it's good to get it out. And, I mean, this is this rant. is what the people want. They want us. They want us discussing. This is what the podcast is partially about. But speaking of which, guess what? You can still get for free um, is more of Nick and I talking about stuff. Yes. Uh, and in a new way. So Nick, do you want to take it off and tell the people what they want to hear? Yes. So as we've kind of talked about, we've, uh, as of December of this year, we are kind of ending this era of the Bondzilla podcast in in which our focus is on Bond and Godzilla. Um, And we will be transitioning into uh, sometime near the beginning of the new year, sometime in early 2021, we will be transitioning into Bondzilla Presents. Uh, plus, so we'll be- <laughs> that really should be our name, Bonzilla Presents Plus. No, Bonzilla Presents. Um, one of the things that we'll say is that we heard again our our very passionate, our small but passionate fan base. Where we heard you loud and clear that that you like the Bonzilla name, and I think that it was tantamount to us that we are the Bonzilla Boys, and we will always be the Bonzilla Boys. So we will be keeping Bonzilla Presents. So, what does Bonzilla Presents mean? One of the things I outlined very early on in the process, even when we were we were first discussing uh, the Bonzilla podcast idea in, in 2016, before our first year in 2017, 
one of the things I did outline was that I knew that obviously with Bondzilla, there was limited amounts of Bond and Godzilla movies. So even though I didn't expect us to go so much farther into kind of the tangential stuff that we did, and I'm happy we did, one of the things I always had an eye on for after we finished Bond and Godzilla was to look at other franchises. And having gone through this podcast, that desire is just more... It's just I have that desire more than ever because I, I had a great time just going through the history of Bond and Godzilla and seeing how, you know, the world affected those movies and how those movies affected the world and how those movies affected cinema. So what we'll be doing on Bondzilla Presents is we will be going through other film franchises uh, in, in order and kind of discussing their own histories, their own legacies and kind of, you know, dissecting their place in the history of film and film franchises. Uh, so cool. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, it's so exciting. That's... Yeah. Nick, Nick and I have talked about the, uh, about it for, uh, for a, a, a while now about, um, exactly, uh, you know, just moving on, um, to the next step and, you know, and also, um, with some tra- with, with a little transparency, there's a, just a little bit of, um, you know, just shuffling behind the scenes of, um, you know, where both of us are and, you know, what we're, what each of us is taking on. Um, but I think the important thing is, as Nick said, that we ultimately do enjoy, I mean, you know, it, it's kind of funny to say, especially in the world uh, of, you know, where podcasting is, you know, there's so many right now, but we do enjoy doing it. I've, I've always enjoyed just like sh- shooting the shit and like talking about, you know, movie movies and stuff. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it, it's something that I think that both of us, uh, enjoy. It's, it's good. It's good for the soul on both of us and, um, keeps everybody sane, especially now. But, um, and then as you said, we have a, uh, small but loyal, uh, uh, group of listeners, it seems. And, um, you know, there's no sense in stopping it. Um, you know, it's just, uh, evolving it into something else. And I think, like we said, um, at least for me, because like I think, um, because one of the things too is that I, I do want to give the credit where where credit is deserved, and like this is something that Nick will be primarily spearheading, and I'm excited to see what he comes up with, and um, you know, just all the different ideas of what we're going to be talking about, and I know we talked about you know maybe other people coming on and like talking about it stuff as well, um, but what I will say is kind of like. You know, as somebody who came uh, forward with Nick with the idea of doing this, uh, um, you know, Bond uh, Godzilla podcast and both of us mutually uh, developing it into what we've been doing over the past couple years. Um, it's definitely it's definitely been a blast. And I think that, um, you know, the end of it and I think I mentioned this in the last time we had talked about a similar kind of announcement like this is that at the end of the day, you know, kind of the end of it is not necessarily something where it's like, oh, you know, it's a sad ending. It's like, okay, like we we did what we we kind of achieved what we wanted to do. I yes. I, I think. And I think it's even cooler that it is being able to evolve into the same type of dynamic but for more more things. Um, yes. So that that is kind of really what to expect is that it'll be a similar dynamic with some uh, new updated uh, elements, I, I assume. Yes, yes. So um, so the plan going forward is, um, 
sometime at the beginning of next year, we will continue at least to try and do our two episodes a month, uh, as we have been done at least since the beginning of this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, with two new franchises. And uh, if you're ready, I-, I would like to tell the people what our plans are for the first two yes. uh, uh, franchises that will be, you know, at least uh, for these 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 two episode a month things. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like I think that at least with us and Will, you know, we'll try to get those two episodes a month. I have other ideas that I might want to explore other franchises uh, with other people or even myself. And, you know, I think those plans might be in the future. But at the beginning, to start with, we are going to start with two new film franchises. Um, and let's get to announcing them. So the first one I think will excite uh, our, our kai- the kaiju side of our fan base. Um. And we will be continuing the momentum uh, from our last episode of King Kong Escapes. And we will indeed be looking at the American-made live-action films in the King Kong franchise. So that means we'll be looking at six films, or at least that will be the plan, of the 33 King Kong, Son of Kong, the 70s Kong, King Kong Lives, the Peter Jackson Kong, and uh, Kong Skull Island. Uh, this was an idea I had for a while, and even within the course of doing the actual Bonzilla podcast is something I would like, you know, because that's one of the most fun things is looking at these kind of weird outliers in history. So, like, looking at the 70s Kong and looking at the 2005 and, and looking at the weird sequels was something I was always interested in. But, you know, obviously, we had a lot to look at, we, a lot we wanted to look at with the Godzilla stuff, and we didn't, you know, wouldn't, didn't feel right to spend, like, six months just spending on on just kong stuff when there's so much still that we needed to explore Mm -hmm. but i think taking this opportunity and and doing that last episode and going through just the brief history of it made me just want to kind of discover it more um and i think it'll be a little different for us because one we will be looking at three films that are very similar but also being able to take in the technology of those times and how that affects how those movies are told Mm -hmm as well as taking a look at kind of the three outliers. Like, you know, I have no nothing about Son of Kong. I know nothing about King Kong Lives other than there's a heart transplant. And, you know, I think Kong Skull Island is a different beast in and of itself. So I'm very excited to kind of dig deeper into this very unique franchise. Not to mention that we may, who knows, get the surprise release of the of the new new film as well. Yes. Who knows when, when that's going to happen. It will be kind of a good lead up to yeah. that point, uh-huh. you know, because it's supposed to come out in, in May anyways, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. if, if everything goes out well in theaters. So, uh, so yeah, King Kong, the King Kong franchise will be one of our first um, – first other franchise we'll be looking at uh and then the second one is one that i've been very passionate about doing uh and actually if, if for those longtime listeners i have mentioned this in earlier episodes of the podcast multiple times in the history of this podcast i have mentioned looking at this franchise and that is the star trek series of films from day one of this podcast uh, I don't even know if Will remembers it. From, I remember when I first made the schedule. At the very end of the schedule, I kind of had a question mark about the future. And one of the first things I put down was the Star Trek franchise. Uh, and this was even before I kind of got into it. Because this was, again, in the planning stages of 2016. And by 2018, I, I on a whim, bought you know the Star Trek films on Blu-ray. And then Will and Patrick you know, helped give me the, kind of the rest of the series over the course of that year. And I think the reason that I want to look at Trek, and I've been very interested in looking at Trek, is a couple of reasons. 
one, I think it's another series that has, you know, an interesting, like it has the different eras. You have the original series, you have the next generation and you have the, the JJ Abrams films. Uh, it has its connections to television, which we'll definitely talk about over the course of the series. And one of the things that is that I've gotten more into it is the the Star Trek franchise really does remind me of Bond in many ways in terms of the history and the behind the scenes of that series has been very well documented to the point where we have a numerous amount of very interesting stories about development, production, the cast and crews. And I feel like that's what's going to be most fun. And that's what always I had most fun about Bond was kind of discovering all these kind of wild stories. And I think Trek kind of shares that as well as looking at something that is distinctly more continuity based, which I think will also be very interesting for us. Mm -hmm. And it'll, one of my dreams has been to talk about that first, the motion picture on (laughs) podcast form, because I have lots of thoughts about the first Star Trek film. Mm -hmm. uh, And I'm very excited to get to it. Cool. And then, um, and then, so in terms of like how all, all that is done, I know those are like the two initial ideas, but, um, just, you know, in terms of like how exactly all this is going to pan out, it's still kind of in the developing stages. Am I right? Or, yes. Um, cool. But but those are the ones that we, you can look forward to definitely you'll be diving into first. Oh, 100%. Like those are the ones that we'll be delving into um, and again, I, I have other plans that are possibly in the works. I might be doing some solo stuff you might hear me do. Uh, I would love to bring on our guests, Kenny and Patrick, again, maybe to talk about some of their favorite franchises as well. Uh, I think this is a lot of opportunity for us to kind of explore that franchise element of film. Um, and uh, so you'll, you can look forward to Star Trek and Kong to start out with. And then as the year goes on, you might be hearing more announcements of other mm-hmm. sort of future content you might be hearing from, from at least me. Yeah. And then as far as I, as far as, uh, as it goes for me, I, I will still be a fixture in Bonzilla Presents. Um, uh, as always, I, like I said, I enjoy doing these. So you will be hearing from me regularly. Um, there may be times that you won't be hearing from me. Um, and that's why we may bring on other people, but, uh, you know, this is, uh, as I said, Nick is spearheading this, uh, and he still wants me around. I still enjoy doing this and I hope you guys still enjoy hearing my voice. So I am not going away in any, um, extended uh, capacity. I, I will still be around uh, bugging everybody with my crazy rants and my crazy thoughts. Yeah, listen, I, it's still one of the highlights of my week, which is why I want to continue on with it. So, Cool. So that is Bonds, Bonzilla Presents uh, coming to an uh, ear pod near you in uh, 2021. Yes. Um, so, so with that out of the way, we also should kind of talk briefly about what we'll be doing in December. Yes. Or uh, the, the end of the original era of the Bonzilla podcast yeah. before we get the, to the prequels. The, uh, the, the end game, as it were, of, uh, yes. of uh, Bonzilla. Um, as we head into this will be um, our final month of Bonzilla proper. Um, and uh, we got a couple cool uh, shows, uh, um, really uh, involved, extensive shows. So I hope you guys are ready for it. And uh, I'm here to announce what we will be doing for the final three episodes of the Bonzilla podcast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen and all of our listeners, uh, we will be treating your ears to 
not one, but two commentary tracks. Uh, and this came from the idea that we were thinking about how do we want to bring everything full circle with the Bonzel podcast? And when we talked about it, we're like, well, what if we, now that we've seen all the movies and we've seen all these franchises, what if we go back and revisit Dr. No and the 1954 Godzilla? And, uh, you know, we kind of talked about that and we're like, well, you know, if we do that, it would be fun. But, you know, what makes it different than just like us talking about the movie again, which we did for the first time? It's like, well, well, why don't we go an extra step and give you a full on commentary track, a fan commentary track where we will be watching along with the movie uh, commenting on the movie and then probably throughout giving our just our retro act or retrospective thoughts on the movie and the franchises as a whole as we talk about Dr. No and the 1954 Godzilla. Um, and these will be, you know, as we have kind of said with commentary tracks, one of the great things, at least for us with commentary tracks, is that you will be able to watch it along with the movie on your own. Or you can uh, just listen to it as a uh, hour and a half uh, podcast, which is kind of yeah. like sometimes how I treat commentary tracks anyways. Like I just, especially recently with work and everything, uh, as I'm just uh, moseying around the house, I literally just look through my DVDs and see like what's a commentary track I want to listen to. And I, I just put it on and I don't even sit down and watch the movie. Um, yeah, I've, I've done that before. Mm -hmm. um, I do that all the like, time. Uh, I have always enjoyed it with uh, with Ryan Johnson, who will do like a mm -hmm. special theater commentary track, which is very easy to listen to. Um, we'll try our best not to be those commentary tracks that have large gaps in 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 discussion. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, know, I I watched a few of those. The podcast. There there were a few of those the other day I was watching where I I, I thought like did is like did it shut off is, is that <laughs> did i mute it or, or something one other thing i've learned about commentary tracks on dvds mixing the actual commentary track with the movie's soundtrack is an art form because because sometimes yeah. if the movie is just a little too loud then i end up paying attention more to the movie and like i need the actual commentary track to be like to be a little bit louder i need it to overtake the audio but you also don't want to mute the 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 movie's audio either right there's 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 like couple there's a couple versions of that there's ones where the movie audio stays quiet the whole through mm -hmm. there's ones where the movie's audio is slightly too high mm -hmm. all the way through and then there's the ones where they actually edit the sound where it'll like if there's nobody talking it'll like briefly raise the audio oh yeah they're down. those yeah i don't like those like just like keep it at a low level and then you can watch it but the great thing about our commentary tracks is that you can literally control the levels of your yes. of your of, of yours uh um of your listening uh so that'd be great so uh th those will be cool so um, it'll be in the same order that we normally do it. So you will get a Dr. No uh, commentary track and then a 1954 Godzilla commentary track. Um, and then we'll probably take a minute at the end of each of those episodes to give our retrospective thoughts on the on the series because uh, it kind of is like a full circle thing. It's like, you know, coming yeah. back to the original. And then uh, we will be giving you basically the series uh, finale uh, episode and we're just going to kind of just talk about, you know, everything that we've learned over the past uh, couple, like couple years of doing this show and how our feelings have evolved, how, you know, maybe how some of them have been cemented about the um, about each of these franchises. Uh, I think that'll be a really fun, interesting episode. I think we're going to discover a lot and have some interesting opinions. 
Um, and uh, that's how we will wrap everything up. So look forward to three final episodes, two commentary tracks, and a finale. Yes. And, uh, you know, again, we, for those of you listening that have been with us, if you're new, if you're old, we love that you are, have been so passionate with us. Um, if you have any thoughts on you, how you've enjoyed the Bondzilla podcast, if you've had favorite episodes, or maybe if you're a Godzilla fan and, and maybe a favorite Bond movie you discovered or a Bond fan that's discovered a new favorite Godzilla episode, mm-hmm. uh, feel free to reach out to us. And, you know, and like we, we, we would love to hear your opinions and your thoughts. I, I actually think that's a good idea. Like if anybody really, really wants to reach out, uh, and I think Twitter has been our biggest kind of like outreach thing. So if, uh, you know, as we said, this is our final month. If there's any words that you want to hear, like, you know, send us whatever and we'll read it or we'll address it and we will will celebrate it. So uh, take uh, 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 send whatever you got. Um, Cool. So um, looking forward to that. That'll be fun. Looking forward to that and the rest of the new year. Absolutely. Cool. So are we good? Are we done with that? Do they think, do they have I enough think, to chew on? I think that's enough. I mean, we got we got a classic rant at the beginning, and <laughs> um, and we've we've not even mentioned that there's you know the Hitman guys are making a Bond video game, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Because when was the last Bond video game? Quite a while ago. Uh, it's yeah, it's not since Ben Skyfall came out. Yeah. is that we've had an actual legit Bond video game, and that's an actual episode you can go back to. Uh, one of our old deep dives about you know the history of Bond and other media. <laughs> I do a very deep, introspective look at the entire legacy of the Bond video games, and we have a new one on the way. Yeah, we didn't really we didn't really get into video games as much, but you know, speak because I, I actually I, I I've been playing this old PlayStation video game called War of the Monsters. Yes, uh, which is kind of like a brawler throw like an open world like. Or an open kind of like arena uh, brawler type video game that's like a throwback to like American B kaiju movies. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, it's so much fun. And there's like a port for it like on the PlayStation 4 that you can play. And it's fun to go back for nostalgia uh, reasons. But boy, there's some wonky mechanics in that game. And the, the camera is is a problem like i hate to be that guy about a video you know because you know the video game person's always like oh the camera is such a problem the camera is like it was one of those things like like i play like this cannot be how this game was when i was a kid oh i feel that way about uh, again i kind of when i went back to donkey kong 64 because i watched speed runs and people talk about like the lag and and like just sort of like the weirdness of that game and i was like i beat this game like twice as a kid and now Mm -hmm. going back it's like I still enjoy it, but yeah, I can definitely see all those issues like that people talk about. I just never really thought about it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, looking forward to the rest of this month and uh, can't wait to share with you guys. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the future and I hope you guys are too. Um, I know there's been people that have been excited for just to hear us talk, so I hope that whatever ends up happening within the future and what other, other stuff we introduce, I hope you still enjoy the Bonzilla Boys just going at it about movies. All right, everybody. Take care. Take care.